You're listening to the Board Game Snobs podcast. You have chosen wisely. And we're good. We're good? Are we starting? Yes, we're going. Hello, dear listeners. Nigel has introduced us. He has? Yes. Good for Nigel. It's I'm been so long. We've been so long. Well, it's not been our fault. Nigel had a bad case of mono. <laughs> and like didn't want to he didn't want to do an intro for us for a while. And so we kind of had a plus we went to BGG and we had other stuff going on. So we were just too tired to do anything. Life. Life, Jerry. Yeah. Life happens. Well, it was mainly laziness. Life and laziness but happens. We're back with <laughs> our we're back. game of the year. Oh, oh, really? Yes. And now, now here's the here's the rules. There has to be a game that came out this year. So we're going to talk about the games that we enjoyed the most. And then that will climax with the game of the year. And then we will talk about the game. Well, we'll also talk about the games that disappointed us the most. The ones that were okay. heartbreakers. Okay. We're going to talk about the heartbreakers. Let's talk about a heartbreaker first. What was your biggest disappointment of the year? My biggest disappointment of the year. You would think I would prepare for this. What disappointed you the most? What came out this year? <laughs> what what ga- what game did you play this year that you just? Did I need not? your list. I'm not um, showing you my list. My list is secret. Okay, well, for me, one of them that uh, we played at BGG that we talked about earlier that I was uh, all excited to play, and granted, we played the uh, the demo of it. But that's all I need. If I'm not into it the first 20 minutes, I'm not into it. The Expanse board game. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Twilight wannabe. Twilight struggle. Sorry, Jeff. No offense. What, Jeff? I respect you as a person. But the Expanse board game, we demoed it at BGG. I shuffled cubes around, and I was bored to tears. Well, it is Twilight struggle with four people, basically. And I will say that Jeff did a good job on the mechanics, but they really dropped the ball on the presentation, the components, the clip art, and all this other crap that went with it. It just wasn't, it was not, it was not a well put together. And it's sad because that could have been a good IP. But yeah, I was kind of looking forward to it too. And it just, now, now again, if you love Twilight Struggle and the thought of, of playing Twilight Struggle with three or four people using that mechanism of playing a card and using the command points and then they take the action, then definitely look into the expanse. So it's not, it wasn't for us, and nor did I think that it was just a, it was not as uh, interesting as I thought it would be. So you're talking about games that came out this year or games I was just disappointed in this year? Games that that came out this year that you were disappointed in. Mine, Mm. my biggest disappointment of this year. Okay. Okay. Number one disappointment, Jerry Baker. Go first Martians. Uh, <laughs> well, so, yeah. Uh, go yeah, ahead. Not even. I don't even want to. Go ahead. I, that was like the biggest game I've been waiting for since 2000 when it was announced. Because I love Robinson Crusoe. I wanted to love this game so much, and it it just turned out to be it turned out to be the pretentious <laughs> big sister <laughs> of. Robinson Crusoe, and it was not good. You were looking forward to it. I, I was not. I loved. I was just wanting to love it so much. I know you. Uh, I know you wanted to love it, and you. After your first game, you're like, "Oh yeah, this is game of the year." It felt yeah. like it, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like you bring the girlfriend to meet everybody. That, that's 
that really you're like, no, really, she's no, a good person. She's good. She's got a great personality. She's great. She's mean to the waitress. <laughs> she's like, you know. I knew what she was from the moment I and saw I'm like, her. No, no, you got to get to know her. I'm like, Jerry, open your eyes. No. She's mean. No, you don't know her like I do. She's really mean. No. And it, it turned out, no. First yeah. Martians was. Turns not. out she was mean. It was mean. And it was not a good mean. It was a bad mean. No. Jerry was, uh, if you, if anybody listens to our podcast and listen to that one, he was all about it. Then uh, an episode later. He's was, all about a different game. <laughs> my, my heart was broken. My heart was broken. And that that and the sad thing is, is that I don't feel the need to ever play it again. It's it was it's dead. And I, I went back and I put it, I sold it and got out Robinson Crusoe and realized that Robinson Crusoe, that's the love of my life. That's that's the one that was meant to be. And that, as far as what? And, and as in far as really complicated co-op survival games, Ignacy got it right the first time. Yeah. And First Martians can just go away. I think it has. Perhaps. <laughs> I don't I don't hear anything about it. What was your biggest disappointment? Oh, another disappointment for you? Um Let me cons- I have to yeah, yeah. I didn't know we was going to do disappointments. Well, just Okay, well, I'll start with a game one. Oh, of <laughs> Charterstone? I, I, I pre-ordered Charterstone. No, 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 get this. You pre-pre-ordered Charterstone. I pre-pre-ordered Charterstone. Because not only did you pre-order Charterstone, you got, like, upgrade from me. I bought the upgrades for you it. You got little people that we don't need and other stuff that we don't need. But, hold on. We've only, we've literally, okay. The first we play game one game. is boring. We play one game. I'm really it's, hoping it picks up. I want to love Charterstone. The whole uh, learn as you go. Don't like it. We're not a fan of. No. I don't like. Give I, me the rules. I need a book. I'm confused. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Give me the rules. I need a book. But Charterstone may not be a disappointment. We're just skeptical at it. Game one, which I we've been told game one is to be expected. Well, super basic. Well, I didn't expect that basic. Here's here's to game two. <laughs> now, I was uh, chatting with a, uh, a fellow gamer. She said she would have recommended us playing games one and two, like back to back. Well, we played one game one and I was so frustrated. We, <laughs> we didn't want to play game two. So frustrated by it that I didn't want to play it again. So we're, we're, we're not done with it. But speaking of convoluted rule books. But hold on. Before you proceed. I'm about to segue. Charterstone being a quote unquote legacy game. How do you think you feel about legacy games thus far? All right. Now, hold up. Because you know how I feel. I told you to hold up. Now I'm you, holding uh, up. All right. Well, so they, we're both holding up. Everybody's <laughs> nobody's going nowhere. Nobody's going nowhere. This is a Mexican. I family. have. I'm not supposed to say that. Well, you, you're you are Hispanic, so you okay, can say that. I can say that. Um, there's just two of us that requires Did three. <laughs> this is just this is this is. Um, I don't know what this is. This is a uh, John Woo standoff. Ah, John Woo. <laughs> you know they always hold the guns to each other. Oh yeah, I like John Woo. You seen that? I've seen John Woo. Face off. I know face off. In every John Woo movie, he has the slow mo. Yeah. You're, you're kind of like standoff. You're kind of like John Travolta, and I am kind of like Nick Cage of podcasting. What does that mean? <laughs> you're insane. <laughs> All right, legacy games. Okay. I have Risk Legacy in the closet. I don't know why it's not on the desk. <laughs> you're a closet legacy gamer. It's, it's a closet legacy. I've not played it. We're going to play it, and it's going to be good. Risk. 
Legacy. Yes. Yes. Okay, we're going to play it. And also, I'm excited that Scythe is getting a Legacy expansion because I like Scythe. But so far, every Legacy game we have played has not been that great. Besides... Uh... Besides what? I'm trying to... Uh, no, I guess. What? <laughs> I guess there is no besides. Right now, all the Legacy games have just kind of fell flat. We did not... Yeah, so... But, but, I'm still excited. We played Pandemic Legacy. I'm just excited. We played like the first five or six games. Right off the bat. We just tore through it. We tore through it. And then we took a long break. I caught the flu and had to take a break. And then we came back to it. And we were basically playing Pandemic over and over and over and over. With slight variation to the rules. It didn't, it didn't tickle my fancy. I mean, I, my fancy was not tickled. I don't get it. But anyways, but no, I'm excited to play the side legacy. I mean, I was excited because it's Jamie Stegmeyer, but Charterstone did not blow us away game one. But uh, I mean, I guess that's to be expected. I mean, pandemic game one would have just been pandemic, right? Right. So we need pandemic legacy season one game two. Or something. We need Charterstone game two. So but, so we're not giving up on Charterstone by any means. We're going to play at least, we decided we're going to play at least five games. But I will. I, no, we're going to go through it. We're going to burn through it. What we're, if we hate it? I don't care. We owe, okay. we owe, we okay. owe it to Jamie. Okay. We owe it to Jamie. Jamie, you've done us well. Jo- Jamie has done a good job. We're going to go through I, this. We, I have Viticulture waiting to be played at this moment as soon as we're done with this podcast. It's calling me. Viticulture. That Euro goodness. I love some Stonemaier. Um, but speaking of rule books that do the whole learn as you go or are disorganized, this war of mine, it had the same play it and learn as you go and the rules are not in a reference. They're scattered throughout this storybook. I hated it. I hated that. I liked the video game. I thought the board game would be a nice rendition. It was not. I did I just, it didn't, again, it did not, it didn't click with me. I wanted it so bad. I wanted it to be a dark near and far, which I enjoyed near and far. We like near and far. It's, it's, it's pretty decent. It's decent. I don't like, I think mechanics are Airpons, fun. It's basic, but we enjoy it. It's okay. We've discussed it. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Go on. But but this war of mine was also a disappointment. Let's get off the disappointment. Let's talk about what we like. Wait a minute. I'll talk about what we like. Let me just look at the hot board games of um, on the what's the site everyone goes to? Board Game Geek. Board Game Geek. Number one, Gloomhaven. I would like to play it. Haven't played it. What is this? Scythe: The Rise of Fenris. That's the Legacy expansion. That's the Legacy expansion. That was just announced. Well, it's number two. Well, it's because <laughs> it's, it's not even it's out just yet. announced. Uh, there's Charterstone, Terraforming Mars. I got the expansions for it. Haven't played it, so I can't tell you if it was a uh, good or not good. Gaia Project. I'm just discussing things from 2017. Gaia Project. We haven't played. I would like to play it, but it's not something I want to run out and buy. Azul. It was like super hot at BGG. It didn't. Uh, yeah. But I've also heard it's just super abstract tile placement. I'm not abstract. I'm grounded in reality. Twilight, Fourth, <laughs> Twilight Imperium 4th Edition. Oh, I forgot about that. Really? I Are you saying that for podcasting purposes? No, or did you really I, forget I just, about it? I, I've just, it, 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 we played, hang on a minute. 
we played our first game of Twilight Imperium ever. Forever. We've never played it. We bought the fourth edition, and we played an eight-hour game of Twilight Imperium fourth edition. My thoughts on it. Are we going to do it right now? I I'm I'm just might as well. Well, let me just say I was not disappointed. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't like the length of the game. I wish that okay. they could speed it up somehow and and okay. dilute it down to it being quicker. But overall, I can't recommend overalls it to everybody. But I think it, the more I think about, it, the more I enjoyed it. It might the also, more in retrospect. Also, it might be because I I won. Blah blah blah. And you might. I lost. Yeah, you got you got completely blown away. I was uh, completely knocked you out were, of the game, but yet remained in third place out of five people. Well, you were. You, that's what got you knocked out. You were leading the pack, and then you got yeah, taken out. Like, All right. When you're number one, they come after you. That's right. That's, got a target on your back. That's that's what happens. All right. Um, I was looking through here real quick on uh, Board Game Geek. Uh, something else that come out. This year was uh, Clans of Caledonia. We reviewed it. We talked about it. It, it was, was fine. It was, it was pretty good. And I think if you're a Eurofan, you liked it. Fun fact, though, I sold it. That's not very it. fun. But I sold it because it just didn't seem like it had the staying power of some of the other Euros. But still, I, I think it was a good game. I, it, was a, it was a well-designed super Euro game. But it's not my favorite Euro of the year by a long shot. No. I can tell you my favorite Euro of the year. Would you like to know what my favorite Euro of the year is? All right, fine. Let's go to our favorite. You want to know what my favorite Euro is? Oh, wait. Ask me. Wait. You got to ask me. Wait, I'm scrolling. Ask me what my favorite Euro is. You're not the boss of me. Okay, well, I can't find nothing. Well, if you would just ask me. Okay, what is your favorite? Did you say Euro? Yes. Okay, what's your favorite Euro? Well, thank you for asking. <laughs> just, I, I like that. No. My favorite Euro of this year was Lorenzo. Huh? I, I cannot express how much I enjoyed Lorenzo. And I cannot express how... Define Euro. It's it's from Europe. Its mechanics are. It's Italian. And there's some like either cubes or cube-like objects in the box. And it's generally themed in the Mediterranean where you're trading goods. And it's very not attacking but very peaceable. And like the worst thing you could do is basically get in somebody's way. It's like, oh, I stood in your spot okay. and I was going to go there. That's Euro. Okay. Okay. Lorenzo El Magnifico. Was is that this year? Yes. Okay. It was this summer. I did not want to play it. I was not interested in it. I didn't think that it was, it was, it looked like a dice, kind of a dice placement game, which was not, I'm not particularly enjoyed. Yeah. Love it. I don't think the expansion is necessary from what I have seen. I've not played the expansion, but just by looking at it, I don't think it adds anything. But I highly recommend if you are a Euro gamer and you buy one Euro game this year, it has to be Lorenzo El Magnifico because it is El Magnifico. You see what I did? It is. It is. I tied that in. I, I also, I too enjoyed Lorenzo El Magnifico. What irritates me and I, I understand it's a money thing. I understand these guys are out there to make money. They're not out there just to make me happy. They need money. Who is it? Simon? Simon needs more money. Come on. They need come on. They need money. They do. So Lorenzo comes out this year, right? Right. Already got an expansion. Has an expansion. <laughs> That's available. Announced. Is it available? Mm. 
Or is it announced? Well, Tom Bassel has it. Well, he has everything. He doesn't have my love. That's reserved for you. <laughs> That's just for me. That's just... <laughs> no. Oh. But I, I, it irritates me when a game comes out the same year with an expansion. It's like... We left this out of the box Oops. on purpose. Oops. Now pay me 20 bucks for it. You know what this game needs? A fifth player. <laughs> I, I don't rec- like that. Uh, and I, I, on, 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 I'll get out my soapbox. I recently, visiting Madness Games in Dallas, Texas, one of the best board game shops ever, I came across... Oh, and by the way, they have a buy two, get one free sale. What? Uh, yes. I came across an expansion that is actually worth more than the base game. An expansion I have been seeking out for a long time. The Up expansion to Lords of Vegas. Oh. I found it. I bought it. You did? Yes. And you know what? You didn't tell me. I didn't tell you. Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) I bought it. I took it home. And literally, I think I could have downloaded the instruction booklet. And just cut out little square pieces. That's all it is. And been all right. It was like the most... Wor- but you know what? I would have felt bad well, because... Well, Lords of Vegas isn't known for its uh, components. I know. But anyways, I gave the designer some more money. I gave somebody some more there money. There you go. But thank you for Lords of Vegas and the up expansion. I guess... It Lords of Vegas, one of our a, favorite add, bidding games. Adds a fifth player. Wait, is it bidding? Auction? It's... Negotiation? No, it's just rolling dice and being rolling backstage. Dice. Gambling. <laughs> bidding. It's gambling. It's good stuff. It's good fun. Good, solid fun. Um, well, since you diversified between Euro and not, I don't know. Well, just pick something you like. Uh, my favorite game of the year is. Of the year? Oh, wait. Are we not talking about the year? You can do it. Do it. What is it? Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Probably making lots of noise on this thing. Oh well, uh, it's got to be Godfather. Mine too. <laughs> uh, it's just it's so simple. It's so smooth. I didn't tell you that was my favorite game, did I? And you're just saying that. To no, make me happy. I didn't. Okay, I'm glad you're happy, and I'm happy. We're all happy. The Thank Godfather, <laughs> and that's it. Take us out, Nigel. Uh, the Godfather. Why the do God- you like the Godfather so much? I'll tell you, because as we have uh, established on here previously, we have come to love and respect deep strategical games that have simple rule sets. Godfather has a simple rule set. I read it. I understood it. And you have two different sets of thugs. You have various things to do. Depending on the amount of players you're playing with, you got to watch your back on this or that. And it's just an area. It's area control area. Control influence because you actually get an influence marker. I mean, that's literally what's called is an influence. So I guess area influence. And if you control that area, then you get the benefits if uh, one of the uh, opponent's thugs go in your area. As it should be because... uh, then you're like infl- you're the uh, you're the main boss in that area. But anyway, you can read the rules, play the game within. Wait, was it Rodney that had to watch a video? Uh, Rodney, he did. Yeah, he did it. Whatever it was, we were playing the game within minutes, and 
It was that simple. Simple and easy and fun. Well, that's generalized. Well, I'm a very general type person. You are. And you know what else is also very generalized? What? The theme of Godfather. There is no need to have that particular theme because it doesn't really match. Like the IP is not present other than the name and the picture on the board. It feels like to me that this game... Here's what happened. Here's what happened. This is going to make some people mad. You ready for this? Eric Lang went out and made Blood Rage. And he got sidetracked going, you know what we need? These miniatures. And then at some point in time, after he spent 90% of his time piecing together a miniature, he's like, you know, oh, we got to put in a game. We got to make a game here real fast. And he made a game. And then later, he went back and decided, you know what we need to do? We need to actually make a game with some tough choices that's not just some randomness that's actually balanced, that doesn't have some tactic that other players can do to use to run away the game with. And he made Godfather. But he spent so much time making Godfather that you know what they forgot to do? Put ac- put actual art in the game. Oh, yeah. It has some cram- really crummy artwork. It's got some really... Like the rule book has good art. It does. It doesn't make no sense. So when you, the first time you read the rule book, you're like, ooh. Yeah. And then you'll never see it again. No, those pictures are in the game. No, you have the same picture on 300 cards, which is essentially Marlon Brando looking constipated with his cat. I didn't watch anybody else's top games of the year. Was Godfather a, mm-hmm. a pretty good hit? I don't know. I will say that it is has so much it's it bridges the gap between Euro games and Ameritrash games because there is so much take that in the game, mm-hmm. but yet the worker placement and the thought process behind it, it is kind of Eurory in the worker placement. But then oh, again, yeah. it's very violent. Because you can. <laughs> so, so violent. Any game that has a horse head you can as wipe out everybody. Player. Yeah, yeah. You can wipe out other players' uh, miniatures off the map with the right card and take over their areas. Uh, I completely blanked. <laughs> it's just, I, I like the fact that you earn money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was but you say. have to bank it. You have to bank the money. And also, on the last few moves, literally, if you're smart enough, you can just math it out. Say, okay, if I put this here, it's going to give me influence here and here, but I won't get this. I mean, you can just think of all these. You can talk in your head all these moves about what you need to do and make the most efficient move. And then somebody car bombs you. And then it doesn't matter what it you just matter. did. Yeah, but there, there is a lot of planning and there is a good, there's a good sense But that's of what's good too because like you want to get influence in these areas and put your guys on the map but you really want to play your cards to make other people put their guys on the map. That way you can clear them out when what, you want to. What impressed me about this game is that I enjoyed it as much with four or five players as I do with two. Yeah. It has that same feel. You increase the board a little bit or shrink the board a little bit with various areas in terms of adding other businesses. But I just think that it is it is consistently the game that when we play, I feel like the best player won. It's not a randomness of this guy happened to use this tactic and everybody left him unchecked, so thus he ran away with it. Everybody is pretty much after the same thing, trying to go different routes to get it. And at the same time, 
both trying to make the most efficient move while taking somebody else out. It's, yeah, I think that if if I had to recommend one, and that's the reason I think it's the game of the year for us, is if I had to recommend one game, if you bought one game this year that will probably stay in your collection and that you will enjoy time and time again, plays well with any player count, really decent rule book, the miniatures are okay, art quality's not, but something that you can play at either player count and have a good time, Godfather. I agree. Now. Okay. Wait. What? Go ahead. What? What are you going to say? No, well, I was just saying, we tend to bounce around quite a bit. I don't bounce around. I feel like we left off Twilight Imperium 4th edition. I'm not. We he'll... just barely touched base. I, did, I played it one time. I know. And you know what? What? I won. <laughs> That's why. That's what's important, is that after we started at 9.30, we ended at 5.30. Okay, we started at 9.30 in the morning. Five players. Jerry was explaining, and after explanation and setup, it was probably about 10.30. I was the turtle people, and we turtled ourselves. Jerry won. Using tactics. And you it was good. And Jerry won, I lost. But that's my deal. Twilight Imperium, we've wanted to play this game forever and ever. And it's a massive game. And it was. But again, like any game, once you get in the groove of it, you're like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. Even though I didn't really, there's a few rules that really, yeah. really boggled my brain. I didn't yeah. quite understand. The whole roll of dice. I'm not, <laughs> not going to claim that I grokked it right off the bat. You know, you don't hear, I don't hear people say grok. Is that kind of gone out? It's 2017. No, the kids are still saying it. The kids are still saying it. It's still cool. (laughs) Oh, snap. Grok is a 2000, so 2016, I think. 17. But I enjoyed it while I was in the game. Mm -hmm. You left about about two o'clock. I went went out and uh, uh, Enrique came up behind me and sound guy. destroyed all of my home planets and then wiped out my fleet pretty quick. But I can appreciate what the game is and what it does, but uh, I, the miniatures are nice. I can't, but I, I can't. I'm, I'm, I can't give it a big seal of approval just yet. No, it was an event more than it was a game, and I'm not yes. quite sure that. I'm not quite sure. I would rather play Eclipse for three hours and then play something else and then yeah. play something else than to spend all day playing Twilight Imperium. One game, but I will say that it. What it offered, what it says it's going to do, it did. It was it told a story. I enjoyed that the combat was particularly simple, that you can stand up and just roll yeah. dice and see. I, I like the whole build up. It seemed like the first two rounds everybody was just spreading out and all of a sudden nobody had a lot of ships on the board. Then all of a sudden everybody had an armada and then everybody's jockeying for position and everybody's making promises and talking and people are stabbing each other in the back. Alliances were being made. Well, it got. It got. I, I will. It dragged during the whole passing the 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 council thing. The whole passing. Well, laws. I mean, the laws kind of really didn't that do that. Kind of drug a little bit, but other than that, it did what it claimed to do. It told a story, a story which you died. Would you rather play that or Forbidden Stars? Mm. Forbidden Stars. In one-tenth of the time. For, well, Forbidden Stars with three people is hard to beat. Because it is... Pu- but here's the thing. Forbidden Stars lacks negotiation because it's all warfare. 
Whereas Twilight Imperium tells a story of people making promises and doing but things. See, I, it didn't do that much. You died. I understand I died. You died. And the law I tried to get passed <laughs> was <laughs> immediately shut down, and I was angry. You were angry. I was so angry. You made some. You made some comments, Bubba. <laughs> Bubba, you sorry sucker, Bubba. I wanted your help, Bubba, and you left me. You hung me out to dry. This and what did you get? You you gave Jerry the victory, just as I said would happen. Gobby tried to. Did pass, I not say that? You tried to pass an unfavorable law. What was it? Universal health care? I can't remember. <laughs> you tried to pass a law. I'm trying to get it in there. You tried to pass a law that wasn't any good, and nobody wanted it. And we talked other people into it, and you made a fool of yourself, and you made some wild claims. And then in the next round, I think I encouraged you to attack Bubba, <laughs> which then led to some shakiness. Yeah, I, I stretched my fleet too thin. And then it got thinned out. In a rage, I attacked Bubba. <laughs> and then Enrique capitalized and showed up at your front door. <laughs> Enrique so, came at my back. Okay, see, that's, that's, and that's the story of the game. Yeah. Is that I, I remember when Bubba and... and, and Bubba D, and DJ hooked up. They fired at each other and I they guess fought. I shouldn't say hooked up. And then next bad. thing you know, they're best friends. They had yeah, one big battle. Friends. Big peace tree. A DJ attacks Bubba with everything he's got. Next thing I know, they're friends. Well, that's what happens. Sometimes you I hurt the ones yeah. you love. I guess so. The ones you love. I guess so. And then Enrique tried to betray me and then, thought that he yeah. won. And it turned out that I had all the victory points at the last. Because that's what the turtle people do. We turtle. And then when we pop out, we have all the victory points. <laughs> I left after hour five because that's when I lost the whole game completely. I was out. I was out of the game. That is one thing. I, I mean, if I can complain, that was your fault. I don't like to be out of a game completely. It was your fault. It was my fault. But I just don't like that. That's the merit trash of it all. I they guess they hunted you to extinction. And what did I do? But nothing but offering all of this. <laughs> but Jerry was a man of peace. It was a good game. I can't. I don't know. But was it, it worth ten hours? It wasn't that long. I, we played for okay. We at, let's say ten thirty is when we actually started. It was playing. a six and a half hour to 10:30 seven hour game. to like four thirty. Six and a half hour to seven hour game. I think by the time I looked at it, by the time we took lunch and Viral's explanation, I think it was worth it. I don't think I want to do it today. I don't want to play it tomorrow. I think about every couple of months, I'm going to get the hankering to play Twilight Imperium. And I'm going to say, let's do this. And let, I, let's, I will play it again. Yeah. And I think I think that the more we play it, the more stories we'll have. And I, it's just an event. It's an event that, at the very least, if you have, if it if it matches your group, once a year, get together, take a day, play Twilight Imperium, and talk about the rest of the year. That's That's what I anticipate we'll be doing. But you also say that Game of Thrones is your favorite board game. It did not kill Game of Thrones like I thought it would. It's gone back. I've gone back and forth. I'm I'm literally going to have to sit down and play Game of Thrones again. And after a few more plays of of uh, Twilight, tell you the difference. But okay. Anyways, back to the best games that we've played this year. I got some honorable mentions. Okay. These, these are my honorable mentions. Me and Jerry agree. Godfather, number one. Yep. Everything else after that, honorable mentions. Anachrony. This game got a lot of love when it came out. Excellent miniatures. And here's the thing. Anachrony, those were the first miniatures I've ever painted. And don't they look beautiful? They do. They do. Thank you, Anachrony, (laughs) for letting me paint miniatures. And now I'm painting my side miniatures. And who knows what else I'll paint. 
Perhaps I'll paint you. Perhaps <laughs> a body paint. Body paint. That's in now. You see people all the time walking around no clothes on body paint. Oh, I see it. Oh yeah. But do you like it? No. Stop this. 2018. What needs to go away? <laughs> body paint. Uh, an acronym. Loved it. Um, also, uh, now photosynthesis. It was good. I think. I don't know how long it will hang in there. I, I, I it's. I played a game of it this weekend with and? some non-gamers and. Actually, one gamer that once she learns the rules, she destroys me at everything, and two non-gamers. And I still enjoy it. It's, I, it seems, it kind of gets to at a point where it kind of seems long. Yeah. Like about the, actually the beginning of the third round, I'm like, okay, this needs to really start to be over. Yeah, and then it, it. But then you got six more turns to go. Well, it, it you 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 watch your plan come to fruition. So, but I was wondering, like, are we uh, are we? Uh, I told her, it's my sister in law, Erica. I was like, I'm wondering if I, I. We tend to in every game I've played so far, we tend to wait to the third round to start cutting down trees. I'm wondering if we're not messing up and like we should start. Like trying to grow a tree as fast as possible and then cut it down earlier. I don't know. I don't know. I I love photosynthesis. I enjoy playing it. It seems long to me, and that kind of irritates me. It is slightly long, but I do like the whole. Plus, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful game to look at. It is beautiful to look at. Um, we are not yet done. With near and far, no, but we I, have three campaigns left. I still enjoyed it. It's still fun. It's still our go-to begin game day yeah. board game, and we read the stories and have fun. It's goofy. I still enjoy the uh, what do you call it? The mechanics of it. I don't. Jerry does I not. Think the story outweighs that, but the best game I think this year in terms of games not released this year that I have enjoyed more than anything else was a game that I have had on my wish list for some time now. We got to play it at BGG. Immediately bought it. And now I have... I, I just... I cannot praise it more. If you're going to buy one game... That came out this year? No. Did not come out this year. Oh... We're going to buy one game, and I think I enjoy this game more than I do Godfather, is Barony. I cannot believe that game passed me by. <laughs> it shocks me that I know, but I don't hear anybody talking about it. I never heard of it. I, I'd heard of it when it came out, put it in my wish list, never bought it. Nobody seemed to talk about it. I see it on a lot of other people's top 10 list on Board Game Geek. Area control, simple rules, just everything that's that's that I like about a game modular board just beautiful and I'm 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 enthralled with Barony I think that is just one of the slickest games that we've played this year uh, I concur okay so let's see now you're, you're merging I, games that come out this year I'm and just, games we've played this I, year here's the deal I like Barony so much I broke the rules <laughs> I'm not I don't care it is amazing it is amazing it is uh, it's Okay, speaking of which, we're going to come out uh, in the next few podcasts, whenever the next that is. podcast. 
we're going to discuss our top ten or top whatever. I don't want to do top ten. Top, top ten tens. is so that's so no. That's so our gauche. top seven. That's so gauche. <laughs> our top seven and a half. No, it's whatever. It's whatever top games that we our feel. top games personally that me and Jerry enjoy. Love. Okay, so 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 this year turn in next week has been uh, 2017. Our favorite game. Godfather. Godfather. Board Game Snobs approved to read our review. Check us out on our website. And in fact, this is what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? This is what I'm going to do. If anyone is listening, because I've said if anyone's listening and no one has like emailed us, Twittered us, anything. Twittered us? Whatever. Tweeted. Yeah, both of you tweet us real fast. (laughs) I have, what's that game down there? Oh, God. No, don't say it like that. I'm going to give it away. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so here you go. Here you go. It is, I believe, Meeple Wars. Meeple Wars. Just in case you're wondering. It sucks. We didn't review it. It's that bad. Because we put... No. We started to play it. Read the rules. Didn't like it. No, no. We set it up and we did stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying. We set it up. And read the rules. Made a few moves. We're like, ugh. Board game snobs say blah. It's however, we'll if send you it would to like you. to have this game, if anyone with a heartbeat is listening, whoever first, well, should we do Twitter or email? Email us board game snobs at gmail. Email us at board game snobs. Do you still have that on your phone? Yeah, I got it. I'm okay. ready. Uh, email us at board game snobs. At gmail.com. And just say, you know what? I want to play a crappy game. If you want Meeple Wars. Now, you can watch uh, some other reviewers. I think Secret Cabal was real. They liked it. They liked it. Jamie uh, on YouTube was all about it. You can check out his video on YouTube. And we'll mail it to you. We have no affiliation with them, but we're a fan of Secret Cabal. I don't have no problem saying. Check them out. I like Steve. Uh. They liked it. We did not. Maybe you'll like it. We will give it to you for free. Email us at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com, and I will ship it to you. Send me your address, and I will pay shipping and send that to you. We just want to know if anyone's listening. And then? And then you can curse the game and burn it in the fire. And then you have to reply back and tell us, <laughs> what do you think of the game? Do you really think it sucks? or is You it, might enjoy it. We may, did not, but you might enjoy it. And then you explain to us. But we'll give it to you for free. How you dare go. you like something that we don't like? <laughs> How dare you go against us? But we don't have a problem with that. You disagree with us? That's fine. We enjoy that. We enjoy disagreeing. That's no, we what don't. we do most We're of the time. All about unity. But anyway, all right. Well, that was a brief discussion of our 2017. Uh, sorry, it's been a while since we talked, but you know, life happens. Y'all ain't been listening. You had busy stuff going on over. Oh, it's yeah. been the past month. Holidays. People are all kinds People of busy. They don't care. Jerry's like super important in his job. I've been out of work for three weeks because I'm a truck driver and it's been like cold and rainy. Yeah. So I've just been sitting at the home. But <laughs> me and Jerry haven't gotten been able to get together and record a podcast. We've been playing games. We just haven't played a po- uh, done a podcast. But uh, that's all for this week. Tune in next week when we review Pie Town and Civilization, A New Dawn. See ya. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.